What do I sound like? I sound like a part Indian immigrant and part special needs bear. Anybody. I don't know what she did. I don't know why she's on the dollar. I went to the hippie school. They didn't teach me these things. And Dawn. Some people that smell paprika. Paprika. Jesus. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. All right, a few emails here to start things off. Uh, R-A-D at radradio.com. We got this one from Neil. Hey, Neil. Uh, we've actually been talking about this, and now there's a twist. Uh, Dawn brought it up first because uh, of a John Cena meme about the similarities between the beginning of 2024 and the worst year of the century, 2020. Uh, Neil says, uh, if someone mentioned this, just ignore me. I'm finishing up Tuesday's show. It will likely be Biden versus Trump again, just like 2020. <sighs> 49ers versus Chiefs in the Super Bowl again, just like 2020. A weird ick again, just like 2020, going around. Nobody can explain it. That we've covered all that. And now he says, you have discussed egg preparation preferences again. Huh? I was the guy who wrote in in 2020 about what goes in an egg salad. Stop it. And now you're debating what goes in a deviled egg. Welcome to another repeat of 2020. No. Okay. Please no. Uh, Brandon, Kyle, we have a project. You need to go back to February of 2020. Oh, do we have to? Write down every topic we did. February was good. February's good. Yeah, for some. Right. Write down every topic. we <laughs> Personal things notwithstanding. Yeah. Every topic we did so that I do not touch on them. I don't care how relevant they are in 2024. We don't want to be part of this. See, I'm nervous because oh, God. my frame of reference is March, when, at mid-March? March 12th. Well, because I was, is that when Miranda Lambert concert was? No, because... February, late February, February 28th or whatever. Oh, I was thinking it was March. No, it was the end oh, of February. Oh my gosh, okay, then that's my point of reference of when then the world changed. Because I remember saying to myself, I had no idea that was my last concert, right. and it felt like my last concert ever. Well, and it, and and <laughs> it was it was two weeks before any before the NBA. The big thing was the NBA walking off the courts. That was March twelfth. The Kyle reference. Oh, okay. Sorry. Because on February twenty eighth, right. we're still making fun of this thing. We're still like, oh god, everybody's freaking out over yeah, the flu. Yeah. And that's why you were going to the show. Uh, yeah, there's close quarters, no yes. social distance. Right. That was it. Right. So it was it was mid March. Where it all went to crap. In February, that's why, you know, Brandon was referencing personal things. In February, we're like, ah, who cares? Ah, we just saw the new Bad Boys movie. That was our last live event until uh, November of 2021. So is this ick prevalent in the media? I've been yes. staying off of it. Oh, is it really? Yes, yeah. Okay. all across the country because no one knows what it is. No one can explain it. See, so that's why there's I, – I, it, it's hard to have hope right now because we're still in Feb – February of 2020 was still good. And that's where we're at right now. Well, that's, that's we, we need true. to make it through March. One way to look at to it. To know the world is not going to close up again. Yeah, that doesn't work on me, especially since uh, November is the ultimate uh, a sharp ah. stick in the eye with the presidential election. Uh. Uh, okay, uh, other reasons not to have hope, I suppose, if you're going to be negative today. Uh, got a few emails. Obviously, we'll, uh, we'll dive into this much more in about four hours uh, when we do the Mixed Picks Sports Show. Uh, which you can watch on Rad TV. Listen at the members' uh, website, members.radradio.com, uh, on the app, Rad Radio's app, uh, and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 AM. Uh, Martin wrote in. Martin! Said, Rob, how in the world did the Kings lose to the worst team in the NBA? You and Steve must explain. Oh. Sean wrote in and said, light the beam. How about crap the bed? Nice effort, oh. Kings. Pistons top two scorers out. Murray gets zero. Barnes eight points. Uh, pathetic. Yes. No, that's right. Uh, uh, yeah. I think uh, the Kings themselves, Coach Mike Brown, uh, all had adjectives like uh, unacceptable, this sucks, can't look ourselves in the mirror. Uh, they oh. played the Detroit Pistons, a team coming off of a 26-game losing streak a couple weeks ago. Not now. By far the worst. Uh, well, it was broken many <laughs> yeah. days ago. Shut oh, up. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
by far just a miserable performance uh, by the Kings. And it was so great that we sent our Rad Radio listeners to the uh, courtside seats oh, for that game. So hopefully no. they spent most of it in the Lexus Lounge. Uh, and, uh, oh, but they didn't get to light the beam. Hey, maybe they were Pistons fans and they had a great time. Even better. Uh, so, yes, we'll dive into that on the Mixed Pick Show. But, of course, a lot about the Super Bowl as well on both shows, uh, which is uh, Sunday. We did a little bit yesterday on the stupidity that is uh, the number 13. And uh, the Swifties, who have overtaken social media because 13 is Taylor Swift's lucky number, always has been. She was born on the 13th. She's publicly proclaimed 13 is her lucky number. So Swifties are twisting themselves in knots, finding connections to the Super Bowl that equal the number 13. It is irrelevant that San Francisco 49ers quarterback uh, Brock Purdy wears the number 13. Taylor Swift had it first, so that, that cancels out. So they have all sorts of convoluted formulas on the, uh, the Internet about how the number 13 shows up vis-a-vis the Super Bowl and proves the Chiefs are going to win because obviously Taylor's rooting for the Chiefs where her boyfriend plays. And as we demonstrated on the fly yesterday, you can make your way to the number 13 however you want by making stuff up. So Greg wrote in because we were doing this towards the end of the show. He said, all right, check this one out. One more, I promise. Taylor Swift has songs called Timeless, The Last Time, and It's Time to Go. The word time is the key here. Think of a standard analog clock with 12 at the top and then match the numbers from the opposite side of the clock, starting with 12 and 1, right? The first one on the opposite side is 1. Okay. That equals 13. 12 plus 1. Keep going. 11, 2, 10, 3, 9, 4, 8, 5, 7, 6. All of them add up to 13. And again, Taylor sings about time. That's the most compelling one yet. If you take the number of days in one year, 365, and divide them by 13, you get 28. So if the calendar was rewritten so that all months had an equal amount of days, our calendars would actually be 13 months, not 12. Even the time is on the chief's side. Ta-da! Yeah, time isn't real, though. It's a construct. Uh, A... uh, (laughs) There's no arguing with the number 13. You can point out all the things wrong with it. It's not uh, that one, wow. A different Greg wrote in, and now this, and and he did this wrong. So I'm gonna I'm gonna help him out. He wrote SF as in San Francisco SF 49ers in words. Okay, F O R T Y N I N E R S. He says count the letters. It's 13. Uh oh. Now, now that's wrong, and I'll tell you why. First of all, if you're gonna write it like that, you're gonna write SFO. Uh, we don't usually write out 49ers when you do it. Exactly. So if you're going to write it out in its full, you would write out San Francisco 49ERS. That's the full way to do it. San Francisco spelled out 49ERS. All of that is 15 letters. Subtract the two numbers. Boom. 13. There it is. See, I can do this all day long. <laughs> yeah, but if you put a plus in there, it goes to 15, right? So it's it's all the manipulation of the numbers. But we're not looking for 15. Remember, answer first. <laughs> you want to get to 13 to prove the Chiefs are going to win. So that's how you go, well, no, we're not going to add. We're going to subtract because we have to take the two numbers, the digits, out. Well, since this all proves that the outcome is already pre-predicted, can we just not watch the Super Bowl on Sunday? I, why would you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. It's, it's right. just ruined. It's, it's, why is anybody going? Psst. 
They should just get to the party. Right. Just, just, just get to the awards ceremony. No coin flip, no nothing. Just yeah. the, the stage on the 50-yard line handing. And you got to give Travis Kelsey the MVP for a game he didn't play because, you know, Hello, it's, uh, Taylor's going to be down there and all that. Exactly. Right? For the proposal. Uh, just one more time. <laughs> uh, in case you didn't catch it yesterday, this one goes in the Hall of Fame from Warren. Says Brock Purdy is number 13, Mahomes is number 15, Kittle's 85, and Kelsey's 87. What is that all up to? Patrick Mahomes' wife is a bitch. Yes. Still the best one. Thank you, <laughs> Warren. Uh, all right. We got this note from Barbara. Hey, Barbara. Which uh, kind of uh, collects a few things we were talking about yesterday. She says, I lean financially conservative because people should be able to keep the money they earn. And I'm socially liberal because I don't care what you do with your own body or sexuality. And I actually believe most of the country feels the same way. Maybe I'm delusional. You are not delusional. That's exactly how about 70% of the country leans in both directions, which is why the fringe on both sides of the political aisle are, are driving the country into a, a brick wall. She goes on to say, I couldn't care less about Taylor Swift, but wouldn't it be interesting if Taylor chose to back an independent or other party candidate for 2024? Now, Barbara doesn't reference this, but we just had the survey last week. One out of five American voters, registered voters, said they would vote for whoever Taylor Swift told them to vote for. Damn. Uh, Barbara goes on to say, with the Taylor Swift craze, do you think that would lead to a viable third-party candidate where the third party actually has a shot. Maybe something positive will come out of all the Taylor Swift crap because we need to break up the two-party system we've become. It wouldn't hurt if Taylor got behind a third-party candidate. I say this is the only time in my lifetime where I even see a pathway for a third-party candidate to matter. It's a little early for that. Sure. I mean, if, if somebody that one out of five people will back decided to go against what has been traditionally her party, the Democratic Party, and, and back a third party, yeah, it would, it would, it would, it would add to the luster. Too early for, for all that. But this came up because... Somebody made me talk about politics. Excuse me, I got dry mouth. I got, yeah, mm. thanks so much, person. Ugh. Great job filling in while I took a, a <laughs> drink of water there, guys. Thank you. It was entertaining to watch you. Thank you all. Well, you know, since most people listen, it might be good to fill the void next time I give you a key, a little sign. Jesus. Um, so we were talking about politics, and then people started commenting because uh, they haven't heard the Trump voice in a while. And uh, Tara wrote in and said, Rob, by the way, she's absolutely right. Says, Rob, I love the Trump voice, but it sounds more like Carl, the Bill Murray character from Caddyshack. When, when, I, go, when, when I go on too long uh, as uh, President Trump, if I'm not careful, uh, pretty, pretty soon I'm looking for the gopher. I'm going for the championship here. It does. I, I have to be very careful. I will tell you what you have down, which people can't see. Unless they're watching on Rad TV, the hands. You gotta have the you hands. Got you got the hands. You gotta. It's down. the it's the thumb to the to the <laughs> index finger, but not quite because you got those tiny little girl hands. Yes. And you gotta keep your elbows <laughs> touching your ribs, and then and then all your gestures. Yes. And, and you kind of look like that. a like a like a cockroach a little bit. I wish everyone could <laughs> see you yeah. and the mouth. You got yeah. his uh, mouth right. Well, yeah, I have to do the, the mouth, the duck, like the, the open duck. open yes. duck lips. Yes. That is the way I'm able to channel. <laughs> The Trump scare. Oh. Just need a wig now. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, we got this email that says, uh, my job consists of being in a new customer's house almost every day. Hopefully invited, I guess, as a customer. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, I was listening live on my phone, and during the show recap, Rob was doing his Trump impersonation. He was talking about Taylor Swift and how he wouldn't grab her hoo-hoo even if he wanted to, right? Because she's, she's already endorsed Biden in 2020, and she leans uh, Democratic. <laughs> That made me burst out in laughter while I was doing work in the customer's garage. I envisioned her, the homeowner, turning her head towards the garage with one eyebrow up and a face like, what the hell is going on down there? 
<laughs> Who's he talking to? I've been listening for 20 plus years, and I swear, Rob, that one made me LOL like I have never LOL'd before. <laughs> I mean, I've LOL'd many a time at your jokes, but damn it, Rob, that was hilarious. Hey, you were down in the garage. That is where Joe Biden's approval rating is. In fact, <laughs> in fact, you're higher. Uh, Joe Biden's approval rating in the basement. He is the worstiest worst ever. Worstiest worst? Whereas I am the bestiest best. Yes, me, Trump. Vote Trump now. Just go vote. Just show up. Go to your county clerk's office and say, I want to vote Trump. And just tell him to hold on to it until November. Thank you. Oh, all right. Uh, other things. Uh, all right, we got this note from Pedro. Hi, Pedro. Hola. Uh, talking about uh, circles with an S, the uh, social media positivity uh, app. Uh, we will have uh, John and Danny back in the studio for your next update uh, on February 16th. They'll uh, update you on your continuing opportunity to invest. Other things coming to uh, circles like the messaging uh, uh, app uh, with categories that you can chat with uh, various friends and, and, and getting these damn bugs, these Android bugs fixed. That should be any day now still. Uh, but Pedro says, in my recent travels out of state, I decided to visit a local business I've bought from before. I complimented his diverse inventory, and he right away mentioned the struggles of being a small business and not wanting to advertise online. I brought up Circles with an S and explained it in simple terms as follows. It's a positive app where you build a personalized profile of things you recommend. You invite friends, they follow you to see what you recommend, and you follow them to see what they recommend. His response was, so instead of bothering my old friend who works at the Pentagon, I can just tell him to download this app and add his favorite local spots, and that way I can stop bothering him at work and just browse his list of favorite restaurants? Wow. I said yes, and it was so interesting to imagine how a simple conversation I had could lead to circles. Exactly. Oh, yeah. and by the way, perfect description. Absolutely. What a great job. That is exactly what it is, Pedro. It just, God, I'd still be trying to explain it. It gives me an opportunity here to, uh, to cover a, a, another circles question uh, that came in uh, we got a few of these like this one from jamie hey jamie uh, others wrote in well uh, cody i saved them all until i had the exact answer for you uh, people wrote in like jamie saying rob i'm so grateful for the information you've shared with us listeners regarding circles because of you oh god more of this on my shoulders Oof. i'm proud to say i've recently become an investor to circles Yay. i do however have a question regarding an email i received from WeFunder. it states that circles achieved their minimum funding target and we'll be doing something called a rolling close, and it goes on to explain what my options are moving forward. Okay, so a, a lot of people got this email, and they're like, oh, do I have to do something sort of thing. <laughs> I waited until I could talk to Danny, the COO, uh, via text, and asked him what it meant, explained it in dumb terms, and of course he can't because he's got to be too smart. <laughs> I'm like, so I, I'm going to read you his response. I'm going to be like, Danny, that doesn't uh, land. I know I know what you mean. I'm on the board of directors. I understand what ooh, we're doing. This is his dumbed-down response? Yeah, yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but, and then you'll, you'll, uh, I'll tell you what I said and the, and the ultimate answer, okay? This is attempt, short, but this is attempt at dumbing it down for normal people. What's it called? A rolling close, okay? It means we're moving the money from escrow into the Circles account. If they opt out, it will stay in escrow for now. That, huh? That does, what? I know what he's saying. So I wrote back to him. I said, bottom line, it's nothing, question mark. And he said, it, correct. Oh. It's nothing. You, you can read up on what a rolling close is. Escrow is where funds are held. You put it in an account. You can access those funds. It doesn't have anything to do with your So they're just letting you know with right. that letter it's, what's happening with the extra money that was raised since they reached their goal. It's, Why can't they it's, just it's, say that in a letter? It, because it's all uh, this. The answer, you already know the answer. Yeah, I do. It's, it's all disclosure. Good. It's all it's 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 all transparency. Right. And you have to be as 
open and as honest as possible. Everything's regulated, and you have to use big words. You have to use lawyer words that normal yeah. people don't understand for some reason. That's, uh, that's, that's why you get a, a translator to help you. It'd be great on those letters if, you know, they wrote what they had to write like they did, but then at the very bottom, layman's terms. Basically, this is what this means. Right. A, because a, they've covered both bases. A legalese to, to dumb English translator <laughs> yeah. would be much appreciated. So rolling clothes means nothing. People can still invest right now. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. the, the investment, thank you, Kyle. The investment is open-ended. We're up to uh, one and a quarter million dollars for this round Damn. already. Uh, and if you go to radradio.com and you click on the, the Circles logo, you go right to WeFunder. And you can you can immediately invest if you want, or you can read up and do all the legal words, etc. Uh, Sean wrote in about my team completely abandoning me when I had to take a hey, drink hey. of water. I said a little something. Uh, he says, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have anything to say on the conversation. Good, good, excellent. I mean, usually that means shut up. But when the host of the show literally makes it clear oh, he's going to be taking a drink, you know, it's like, I mean, make make a sound. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> Sean says, no worries, Rob. I took a drink with you, so oh, I didn't hear God. the dead air. Okay. Oh, yeah. Jesse, we all were cheersing. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> Teddy wrote in uh, just now. This is a, this is just an out-of-nowhere email. Says, Rob, I wanted to share with you that my maiden name is Teddy Williams. Okay, that my, my, my last name is Williams. Let's see if that's where this is going. Uh, maybe you're related. <laughs> uh, my father was a baseball fan, and this was in 1956. He was hoping for a boy. Okay, I guess she's a girl. I also have a twin sister named Terry. What I wanted to say is I love all sports and I love listening to the Mixed Pick Show. Okay. So her name is Teddy Williams. One of the greatest baseball players of all time oh. was Ted Williams. Oh, okay. Her dad was probably hoping for a boy when she was oh, born. It makes sense And to said, me now. well, fine, we'll just name her Teddy. <laughs> Honestly, for a minute there, I thought, like, is this, and there's nothing wrong with this, but is this someone like a little... On the spectrum or something, because it was made. Uh, uh, like, why right, are it we was, bringing all no, this it, up? It, it came together. Yeah, uh, no, it was a lot it did. of nowhere. Uh, okay, so uh, we've got. Uh, uh, let's see. Does she say anything here? Do 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 do. No, it doesn't look. All right, we got to give you updates on uh, Win Rob's change, which we play every morning at six thirty and nine thirty. We got this note from Ian. Hey, Ian. We still don't have a winner to the uh, mega bucket. Uh, where, with the, which the clues have been written by Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, taking everybody on the, a journey somewhere. <laughs> Each clue leading you to a word that might be in a phrase or a sentence, or maybe many clues were leading you to one word and then others, and then you put them all together. And then the last two clues are the, the pre, 26 and 27, because uh, we did 28, which wasn't really helpful to anybody intentionally. Um, <laughs> we're supposed to be like, okay, there, there's the answer, but we still don't have a winner. So Ian said, some might call Michelle a lunatic. Some might call her Kevin Spacey from the movie Seven. Some might call her a genius, and that would be me. I believe I know the cor correct amount. It's just a matter of calling all the time. He doesn't write down what his guess is. I couldn't comment on it anyways, but isn't that easy? That is, yeah. because then he can just yeah. write back and go, oh, I knew it, they, yeah. they, without doing this first. That's what I was going to say. Be a man and put a number down. <laughs> now, we had a guess yesterday morning at 9.30 uh, from Meg. It was not correct. And Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, wrote in right away and said, why did Meg guess that number? I have to know. Oh. I was excited. I was thinking a woman was about to win. Why, Meg, yeah. why? And then um, an hour later, having not heard any of that, I didn't read that or anything, Meg wrote in. Meg, the 18th caller from 930 yesterday, and said, son of a bitch. <laughs> I was caller 18 at 930, and I grabbed the wrong damn number off of my spreadsheet. No. The correct answer is... 
no. Not my stupid guess that I gave at 9.30, which was oh, an old guess. My oh, God. I, I, oh, I can't prepared. comment. I can't comment as to whether or not Meg oh, had sucks. the right answer, obviously. At least you gave the wrong answer in email and not when you were caller 18 again. Oh. Like oh, if she were to call again. Oh, right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Give the same. That's the right. bummer part. Like, will she get through again? <laughs> and then she hears her number. Well, and maybe her number she would have said is going to be right. Right. Which I, but, Or wouldn't that also be funny if... What she thinks is the right number. No, it didn't matter. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, I've been forwarding emails to Michelle uh, last night and this morning of people who are writing in with how they've come up with their guesses. Some right, many wrong. Uh, and Michelle says, Rob, thank you for sending me emails with a handful of the guesses and interpretations that listeners have made after hearing the mega clue. Some people are right. And some are so wrong. Just when I thought my brain was full of crazy directions, I see that other people's brains are also insane. And I mean that as a compliment. One of the listeners <laughs> one of the listeners sent in his or her printed out uh, that he's writing or she's writing uh, every clue and then how they interpret the clue. It's like 18 pages when you print it out. And then their their answer, whether or not it's right or wrong, can't uh, comment in case they know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Michelle says it was fun and hard work coming up with these clues, and it's as much fun seeing people's interpretations of them. Ha ha, I got in your heads. I'm so excited (laughs) for someone to finally win this mega amount of money. A lucky and smart listener will be well rewarded for their time and hard work. I want to see her walls in her house. Oh, is that where she's putting everything? She's old school. She does, it, she does everything on paper and pen. Yes. All right. We've had 29 guesses and 28 clues, and we still do not have a winner for the mega bucket. If you have figured out Michelle's scavenger hunt and you have the right amount of money, you will win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.